Every time bus, you come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come there to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Thursday night football pre-show edition of the Smileheim Morning Show, 303-831-1340, the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Thanks for being with us. A lot of ways to get involved with the show. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's the one and it's the only. It's Angry Andy. What's up, buddy? Quite frankly, nobody does it better. <laughs> What's going on? Well, you wanted to hear why Pittsburgh would win, and I can just tell you, Uh-oh. I picked Fangio against a better coach. Yeah. Um, and we talked about a, that yesterday a little bit. That there's like yeah. five facets, like the offense, the defense. The preparation and play calling, the coaching, and then like the uh, the last one is the fo- the football shaped funny and bounces weird. You just got to kind of get lucky sometimes. So um, that one of those big kind of factors, and maybe two of them, is all revolving around Vic Fangio. And I love Mike Tomlin. I think their team sucks, but Mike Tomlin is, you know, he's going to make these guys, you know, find a way. And look how good they were last year with not all that much talent. You know, they were really good last year. Yeah, and they still have some offensive weapons, and if Big Ben can, you know, yeah. find a little bit of his old self. I know. The problem is he should have been gone after last year, and they were too mean to or too nice to say, hey, you suck. They so. were too scared. Well, they didn't have any, you know, there was no young guy. Mason Rudolph, they had saw what he did last year. He played, like, the whole year. He was horrible. Um, you know, they got a little bit of, kind of scared, and they just felt like they had to run it back. Should've, they the should have traded for Teddy B. Should have traded for Teddy B. They'd be Super Bowl contenders. Interesting. Uh, are we Super Bowl contenders with Teddy B? No, because we have Vic Fangio as our head coach. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. What about the Buffs? What's up with them? Um, they have atrocious coaching as well, stuck in the 1990s. How did they do what um, they did last year? It was all smoke and mirrors. It was all yeah. based off of the fact that they had um, – Landman play, play ball control. Um, their scheme got figured out really quick. They everyone realized it's the offense that's where, been beat. For where'd 20 that years quarterback and, from last year? Where did he go? He's at Oregon State as like the second or third string quarterback, and so is the other backup that we had last year. And Damn. I would have taken either of them. Oh, over for sure. Bum that, that kid was like a like, safety or something who transitioned to quarterback, right? Yeah, he started as a quarterback, transitioned to safety to see because he knew he'd get some playing time and he went in that quarterback with uh, Montez there. Um, he wasn't bad. I but, thought he was pretty good. He's not bad. And the biggest thing you have to do as a quarterback is throw the damn football down the field. And he's so afraid to do that that it's just, it's tough to watch. Like, I would be like so afraid of getting killed after holding the ball for six seconds. I think yeah. I would throw the ball downfield so I don't take another hit. But. He's not the brightest cookie. So, so what else has been? Yeah, it's up? been tough. Um, you know, I'm How's I'm actually life? just ready for Nuggets season. Me too. We just talked about that. I'm super excited for the Nuggets. That's the only thing to really look forward to. I think the Avalanche um, are going to be solid, but I think they that window. Over, do you think their window might have? Uh... I think their window closed, and I think they 
actually got worse at goaltender. So I think they're going to realize how that feels after uh, they get in the playoffs and yeah. see that Grubo is better anyways. Yeah, Grubo was really good for them. And then look how good Varlamov has been too. I mean, like, yeah. Before, you know, where's Varlamov now? Washington? Too. He's with the Capitals? I think so. Damn, yeah. he's still a good, good player, man. You know, again, it's... That's, there's a reason why they had all that talent, and then Pierre Lacroix still went and traded for Patrick Waugh when they thought he was kind of washed. The rest is kind of history. There's not those kind of guys out there. But do you know what? Carey Price was just out there um, who, you know, was like spectacular last season. What, who got his team. Uh, didn't they make a run in the Jake to the Eastern Conference Finals? Carey Price, Montreal. Oh, yeah. And they were like just him. Like the they Canadians were like a, dominated. Yeah, they were like a losing team. Get Carey Price in here. Carey Price might be the you know the next Patrick Waugh here. You might be right, angry about their goaltending. They're gonna be they might be worse for it. You know, we obviously it doesn't matter to be the you know to have the most wins to win the President's Cup. I mean that stuff doesn't matter. What it matters is to probably position yourself as a top three or four seed and stay healthy and then try to get lucky with your matchups and try to you know find some toughness. They're young and fast, tons of talent, but they kind of got beat up and they kind of got punked. Yeah, and I hate to uh, throw him under the bus, but McKinnon in the playoffs has been less than a yeah, superstar. Yeah, well, look at Aaron Otto yesterday. You know? Yeah. Pooped his pants. Well, that's Aaron Otto in the postseason. And unfortunately, I think yeah. other than uh, Jokic and uh, Murray, we don't haven't seen any special players in the postseason since the uh, early 2000s with the Avs and the late 90s with the Broncos. So. <sighs> Angry, um, it's good to hear from you, bro. You take care. I guess we had Vaughn in 2015. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's been a little flashes, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take care. Great to hear from you, Danny, as well. And uh, love you as always. Love you, buddy. Bye. Let's go back out to the hotline. Get another mayhem icon. These guys have been with us for a decade. It's strong. It's the one and it's the only. It's Ray Ray. What's hey, up, Ray Ray? Danny What's up? Jake and all the cars win my high sports worldwide. And shout out to Angry Andy. Hey, uh, Let's go on a positive note. I want my Jimmy John's, my Santiago's, and Tamale Kitchen. And, hey, your Broncos are going to win. You guys are listening in Denver, Colorado, and us in California. Get out of the closet. Open up and be alive. It's going to be Halloween this year. And we got to get out, like, the Goblins and Ronald McDonald and Blakey. And we got to make this so exciting. We need more callers than women callers. And, hey, your Broncos going to beat uh, Pittsburgh. They didn't have problems and issues with their quarterback and their team. That's why they're sinking ship. It's Broncos 30 and uh, Pittsburgh 17. My Raiders are going to kick butt. My Notre Dame lost. But we're still alive for Notre Dame. They're going to win the games. What do you got to say, Danny or Jake? Go, Jake. Goblins, ghosts, ghouls. Uh, it's time for Halloween. I'm, I'm with down. you there. Yes. You know, already got all the decorations up, ready to go. Oh, I'm so- That's good because I'm coming out with all of my costumes and all my Batman and Robin and outfits and everything else. God bless Ray Ray Joe Mike. I'm out. He brought up Blinky again, too. Another great call, I know. But yesterday's call was one for the ages. I think we got to go find that again. If you, uh, might, I might have to um, get you a, a hammock muffin to go pull yesterday's call. It was like just had everything. Gave me so much to think about. I thought about it all night. Um, you're good. Let's talk about uh, Baker. What's up with Baker, Jake? It's your guy. He's a little injured. You know, he's what got, uh, I think. Mentally, uh, like he's sad about it all? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, uh, I, I saw him get banged up in that second game of the season. I think it's a shoulder injury. Uh, I'm not 100% sure uh, what 
his injury consists of, but he's definitely not looking the same. You know, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, he's. I'm never. I'm. You know, I'm not impressed with Baker. I'm just not. He needs to show us more. Um, you know, he had a good season last year, but I think he. I mean, like truly, I just he could have been anybody. His numbers were nice, but when you have a running game like that, when you got Miles Garrett, you got a defense like that. I like their head coach. You know, Baker's a game manager, bro. He's not doing nothing special. Two touchdowns and two picks on the year. Um, hardly spectacular. Winning games. Um, he's not like the Brett Favre kind of gunslinger we thought he was going to be. He's, he doesn't have the uh, throwing ability of Drew Brees. I mean, he's okay, I guess. But He doesn't have to, you know, light the world on fire. I think uh, that's... You know, you're number one overall. That's what this... You got to light something on fire. The scheme itself doesn't warrant... Baker uh, to go and out, go out and do that. He they they're trying to have him manage the game and uh you know ride Nick Chubb and a number one overall pick shouldn't be a game manager. Baker's not special and that's okay. But I want do you believe that to be as well? Do you think there's still a chance he becomes? I don't think he's sp- special. You know I think he is a good NFL quarterback, but I don't think he's special. He's not he's not going to be. Damn. In the running for MVPs. Think if the Browns had Josh Allen, would they be better than the Bills are? Oh yeah, really? Definitely. They would be Super Bowl. They would. They probably would have went to the Super Bowl last year. It's easy. I mean, it's, it sounds easy just to replace the two quarterbacks, but in this kind of sense, in this argument, you really kind of can. You know, you can. Nothing else theoretically kind of would have changed. I think Josh Allen's great. I love the guy. Okay. Let's set up a break. And on the other side, um, NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, we've heard of him, right? Oh, yeah. Has a list of the 10 best rookies, NFL rookies, this season. We'll tell you how many Broncos are on that list. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Okay. Also, Jake, the uh, Vander Kane stuff, um, he's a bad dude. And um, it's caught, you know, catching up with him again. It's caught up with him again. Nuggets lost a little nail biter to Golden State last night. Jokic only played less than 20 minutes in that game. Let's go get him tuned up a little bit, you know? Give me a couple, hit a little couple no looks, little uh, runners in the lane, little put, little put back dunk. Um, damn, Jokic is great. I don't know that. The, you know, what? I want to talk about that too. Who would I trade Jokic for? How many guys out there would I trade Jokic for? Because the Jokic for LeBron thing, I wouldn't do that anymore. Totally wouldn't do that. Even to a point of last year, where I'm like, well, if I trade for LeBron, I know I'm getting one championship. That was like the my thought process behind it, my theory behind it. Zero point zero. At this point, I think LeBron's on the other side. And right now, would you trade Jokic for Embiid right now? Hell on three. No. One, two, hell no. Hell no. Yeah, you already said it. Sorry. It's okay. On three, say hell no. One, two, three, hell, hell no. Embiid no. can't stay healthy. Uh, he, he can't do all the things that Jokic can no. do. No. His defense is better. Sure. His paint presence is better, sure, but that's it. That's traditional center play, and he does a good job at it. But Jokic could do all of those things, 90 cents on the dollar that he does, plus so many other things, right? Maybe not the defense. Maybe like 80 cents to the dollar. Okay. 
85? On the defense. 85 cents? Maybe we'll take a quarter off, you know, 75. Oh, it went down more? Yeah, the defense isn't good. Really? Jokic needs to work on his D. Damn, I'm, I was just feeling so good. Now you got me kind of back down to earth. Well, we don't want to peak too early. We'll peak about 1030. It's fired up, Jake. Okay, we've got a lot of stuff to get into, and we'll do it on the other side of Smiley Sports. Gil ever went away from it. I mean, frick, it was great. You heard that? You know, you know, it was just little green man. Oh, that's a banger too. Play that just like any oh, yeah. time in my my life. We got uh, this from NDC Danny. Yeah, this was his reading the room. Great choice. Hey, Mwah. my compliments to El Jefe del Casino del Cos del Day Day. Damn, it's not Del Taco. It's yes, it is. Well, it is Del Taco. <laughs> this isn't Del Taco. <laughs> It's not Del Taco. <laughs> no, no, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, actually, it's Thursdays. They got like a three for the chicken taco deal. It's mm. a taco Thursday. Addition. <laughs> uh, okay. NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah has... Uh, He, uh, okay, Broncos, he has two Broncos on the NFL's 10 best rookies, according to this lister. Do you know who those guys are? Easily. Yeah, I got, uh, <laughs> you know, Pats are 10. Yeah. And you got Javante Williams. Correct. Yeah. Also mentioned, a couple of the rookies. Do you want to guess those guys? On the Broncos or just in general around the league? On the Broncos. Hmm. <laughs> this is getting tougher. <laughs> I'm not sure. One's got a big fat belly. Oh, Quinn Miners. And the other hits people sternly. Browning? Nah. No. Stern. Caden Stern. Oh, Stearns. Yeah, Stearns. Get sternly. <laughs> Is it a word? Yeah. Sternly? Yeah. No. Let me look it up. Sternly is an S adjective. Sternly. What's it mean then, Mr. Smart Guy? Uh, stern. You know, the word stern. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, I, I don't know what it means. In a serious or severe manner. There you go. Especially when asserting authority or exercising discipline. Damn. That's what we do. Okay. Who will go on to be a greater player, Sertan or Javante Williams, my cousin? I'm going to say Pat. Pat Sertan does. Okay. Uh, Javante is going to be great. Don't get me wrong. But I think Sertan is uh, is really something special here. Uh, he, this is I think he's going to be a generational type 
cornerback uh, in this league. What if they're both pro bowlers? A-plus draft? A-plus. Even if Justin Fields goes on to be a superstar? Depends if the Broncos make the playoffs. No. No? If Mac Jones or Justin Fields go on to be superstars, oh, yeah, like, then you downgrade this draft, no matter how great Sertan is. To a, a B. To a B-plus, from A-plus to a cost you a whole grade. Some people say, what do you mean? No, the, the, the class was great. Like the other, like the trimmings too, you know? I mean, the jury's out. But if Justin Fields is from the first church and nothing but the truth, we're going to be left holding our wieners again, wondering what are we going to do after Teddy? And I'll never be able to get over passing on Josh Allen. I'll talk about it till the day I die. <laughs> I will talk about passing on Josh Allen until the day I die here as a Denver Broncos fan, and whatever John Elway and those idiots did. Hold up, hold up, hold up. He, He's an idiot. That's all we got to say. He's an, he's idiot. an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. He's an idiot. Next question. Got to say it three times to make sure you heard me. <laughs> okay. How good is Sertan? Do we know yet? No. We don't know his ceiling yet, uh, but we've seen glimpses of what he can do. The athleticism, the the size, the intangibles. He's got it all, it seems like. Um, but he's got to be consistent throughout the entire season. we got to see if he can stay healthy through the rigors of an NFL season. Um, so that's what really makes great players, uh, the consistency and being able to do it week in, week out. Okay. Jake, stop the show. Got some breaking news, Jake. It involves Tommy Two-Tone, Loverboy, the new cool concert, the Gin Blossoms, and your headliner, July 23rd, 2022, at Empowerment Field, at Mile High. Will be their first stop on their North American tour that'll take them around the world. I thought it was just North American. It's the first North American stop in their upcoming world tour. Oh! It's the one, and it's the only Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah! Let's go, Jake. We love them. Hell yeah. We got to go, Jake. I mean, that's a must. It's really not the cool concert. It's just the Chili Peppers at Empowerment Field. Oh. <laughs> I added Tommy Two-Tone and the Jim Blossoms and Loverboy. They're going on a world tour? <laughs> They're doing the cool concert? What the F? Damn, Chili Peppers. Do I want to see an old guy with his shirt off? Yes. Though? Of course. Oh, you mean musically. I was going to say. Right. Pleasures has four videos for $20. Lubes, oils, lotions, dongers. Totally sweet. Uh, it'd be our only chance ever in our lives to see the chili peppers before they all die. Flea's like half dead. Yeah. He's a flea, you know? I thought he already was dead. <laughs> Those guys are looking rough. Uh, not worse than bleach blacked, dyed black, b- b- green, green day. day. 
wake me up. I mean, like, you don't got to run around the stage, old dude, and, like, break stuff. You know, not for us. Just play the music. We tell people we saw Green Day, and that's the end of it. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's, like, rocking really hard. Like, he's a punk rocker. Right. Old yeah, dudes like back in the day. Do, guys who I see around Capitol Hill by, like, the old studio who dress like old dude punk rockers, I'm like... Bro, it's all about, dude, it's all about Patagonia now. Get on our level. Where's your North Face? <laughs> Lululemon? Lulu, what does it call it? I have no idea oh, what you're talking neither. about. me neither. Super gay. Uh, 303-831-1340, hotline, go fast, energy drink, text line. Let's go to break. Come back, Jake. Take care of some business. Got a betting slip we're putting together, trying to win some money tonight. Mm. Yes. When Gil dies, I'm taking this. I hope Gil leaves me this in his will. He's not using it now. Yeah, but it wouldn't feel right. It just wouldn't feel right. You heard what went down with Gil yesterday around the studio. What a diva. <laughs> what a diva. Uh... Funny today. Danny Williams and Jake Myers, Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Bunch 303-831-1340, the hotline in the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. Got Fury and Wilder 3. That's going down this weekend. Fury, Wilder 3. And we've talked about these guys for a long time in the show. We've been waiting for this one for a long time. And this is the fight I thought should happen. Um, we got, got postponed. You like the Gypsy King, Jake. And I like to this day, you know, to, uh, Deontay to this, to this day. day, Wilder. So new customers at FanDuel get exclusive 30 to 1 odds on either fighter to win. Okay. So take advantage of this opportunity. This is the one if you have not signed up yet, if you do your business elsewhere, I'm not sure what you're doing. Okay. I'm not sure what you're doing, and I don't know why you have not tried Fandle, America's number one sports book. Okay? Use my promo code. Use our promo code MHS to get in on the action. Promo code MHS, 21 and older, present in Colorado. New users, only $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. What happens in that fight, Jake? I'm taking. Uh, I'm actually taking Deontay. What? Um, That's my guy. You can't take him. I, I can take. You have whoever to ask I want. me if you can join the the bandwagon. 
and we'll see if there's room for you. Well, I'm not asking. Uh, I'm just going to do it anyway. Okay. Um, if I had to uh, take my, my bet, I'm taking Deontay. Why? Knockout in the seventh round. Uh, Fury kind of seemed like he was ducking Deontay a little bit. He wasn't really ready. Um, I think that, you know, with him catching COVID, I think it might have been a, a plan for him to to get this fight postponed. I don't really think he was ready for Deontay. Deontay's looking focused. He's looking crisp. He looks like he's uh, in in a little bit better shape. Uh, he, the the bronze bomber is gonna is gonna knock out Tyson Fury in the seventh round. Damn, um, that's serious. I like that. Um, okay. Um, I don't know. I like the Gypsy King. He's grown on me a little bit. But Deontay Wilder was undefeated and like the most ferocious man on planet Earth until and he beat Fury. He beat Fury already until he came out with that 50 pounds of stuff on his shoulders. He said it kind of hurt his back, wore his legs down a little bit. And that was before the fight even started. He said it just wasn't kind of kind of right before that fight. And I'd like to see them get at it again here. And. What sucks over time is like the luster's worn off because Anthony Joshua lost, right? They were supposed to be the kind of get the winner of those two guys. Um, the heavyweight division just sucks. And Deontay Wilder's an American fighter who was undefeated for a long, long, long time, just knocking dudes out with like Tyson like ferocities, big and strong. It kind of looks unique and different. But like, you know, there's mainstream sports fans, big time sports fans who don't even know who the guy is. You know what I mean? Don't even know who the guy is. So how relevant is this fight? I'm not too sure about that, to be honest with you. But it's one I care about and want to see. And you're a boxing guy, Jake. Oh, yeah. This is a huge fight. Everybody's been waiting for it um, with the postponements and all the drama between, you know, Anthony Joshua and Fury and Wilder, who, who's going to fight who, Andy Ruiz and all this. Um, so there was the heavyweight division has been um, wanting this fight. They've been needing this fight. And I'm glad they're going to run it back for a third time for the trilogy. You know, the, those trilogy fights are always the best. So um, we'll we'll finally see who who gets the the upper hand here in this in this rivalry. And I, I really think it's going to be Wilder. Um, I think that uh, after Wilder was humbled in that in that last fight, you know, he got knocked around a little bit, blood coming from the ear. He was dazed. Yeah, he uh, got right hit hard right in the side of the head. It was never right after that. That's probably what really happened because he was in that fight early despite all the other stuff. So probably uh, knocked off his equilibrium a little bit. Oh, for sure. I'm sure the guy was concussed. How do you come back from that? Maybe a football player can come and snap out of it and smelling salted and find its way a couple hours later in the fourth quarter and you know find, you know in the middle of the ring, you're in a war, you know? Continuously getting so, beat down. I think Wilder probably wins this. Then we'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow, but I'm kind of excited for this fight. How could you not be? You know, this is the trilogy. There's like it five. It all comes down to this. <laughs> Let's watch that fight. I told Rochelle, uh, she already said, I go, um, she, uh, we're talking the break, and she goes, well, you're going to the Nuggets tomorrow. You're going to the Golden Game. You're going to, she had like five things. I was like, uh, oops, you got practice tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it all. And she was like, okay, have JJ home by 830. I'm like, What? We're barely cranking it up at 8.30. We're barely on our third mango white claw at 8.30. You're asking me to do the impossible here. <laughs> well, how are we going to get to Hooters then? Come on. Come on, babe. We can't cap off the night without going to Hooters. Yeah. I mean, it's business, you know? I got to go check it out for the show. Okay. 
Um, yeah, right. Any updates on Broncos injuries that you've heard of? Yes, I got the injury report right here. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he did not practice today, but he's back in the weight room. Um, So he might be able to start practicing tomorrow. Uh, Melvin Gordon, he did not practice uh, yesterday um, with a lower leg injury. Uh, Bobby Massey did not practice yesterday, but that was a uh, rest day. It was uh, non-injury related. Uh, Deontay Spencer did not practice yesterday. Sertan did not pra- practice yesterday, both with chest injuries. Uh, Baron Browning was a, a limited was limited in practice. Uh, Graham Glasgow, the big one, um, you know, he with his knee injury, he he was at a limited practice on Wednesday, so he's slowly working his way back. Von Miller had a rest day, so he was a, a little bit limited in practice. Uh, Andre Mintz, uh, hamstring uh, limited. Albert O. With a, another a hamstring injury, limited practice. Dalton Reisner, uh, he's uh, with his ankle injury. Yeah, um, this is another another key for the Broncos. Is he gonna play? You think? I think he'll play. He was limited in practice on Wednesday. You know, probably to have an ankle to have not gone the week before. We'll tell you, it's a pretty bad ankle. Leaves it to me, kind of up in the air still. I don't know if he's for sure, but yeah. he, I'm sure he saw how bad they needed him and missed him, and there'll be that sense of urgency to get him back. Yeah, and uh, finally. Uh, Shelby Harrison, Justin Simmons were a full participation uh, in practice. Uh, but Big Ben didn't practice on Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure they're realizing how wore down he is and he looks, whether he's kind of nicked or dinged. I mean, I bet this is the new norm for them. He'll hardly practice in the week. I mean, it's like every throw in Ben Roethlisberger's body is the like countdown to the last throws of his NFL career. Really, truly, it's like the guy's only got so many like throws left or pitches left. If you want to kind of look at it like that, you know, so um, I don't know if they did this the week before, if they've done this throughout the season, but a little extra, you know, um, rest for Big Ben. There's a good it's a good and a bad. You'll be a little maybe rusty and not be fine tuned for the weekend. But once you get it figured out, then maybe the Big Ben of old could show up. So uh, interesting. Broncos uh, injuries. Very interesting. I think these teams are pretty equal, actually, despite the Steelers being very, very down. Again, I keep going back to that sense of urgency that a one and three Steelers team has going to one and four would kind of end their season. One and four, there's kind of no coming back from one and four. Um, And they know that they know that. And I really honestly think that's going to be the biggest factor in this game, Jake, because whether whether Big Ben is great or not, every other last kind of guy is going to do whatever it takes to find a way to beat these Broncos. They have to do it kind of collectively now and kind of like the Broncos in a sense. And we'll see what they're made of when it comes down to that. You there's been so reliant on big Ben over the last decade to just go throw the ball all over the place and win high scoring games. It's kind of crazy what the Steelers have transformed into from his kind of beginnings and, you know, the Palomalos and all those, um, you know, kind of stout defensive you know, fronts and, and players that they had to now being like a offense, um, an offensive, you know, powerhouse that they were, not are, were. They're dangerous, you know? They have potential to be dangerous. Again, it's like if you kill the head, the body will die. He's the quarterback. Uh, Deontay Johnson and Claypool and Juju don't have big days. And even 
Najee unless Big Ben can kind of put it together. But again, it's like we're acting like he can't do it at all anymore. I'm not so sure that, Jake. Don't bury him yet. Put a little respect on his name because I he's, buried him. You did? I buried him last you year. You stuck a fork in him? Stuck a fork in him. Call it over. I mean, he's done. There's no way he's going to be any uh, any glimpse of what he has been in his career this this year. Mm-hmm. It, he's going to retire, you know, after after the end of the season. Uh I'm I'm fully uh, committed to that thought. Okay. 303-831-1340 hotline go fast energy drink text line one final segment. Nice choice. Uh, let's finish strong before we get out of here. You strong or I'm strong? strong? They said I'm strong if you strong. I said we strong, man. Still time to get involved with the show. Hotline and text. We'll put a betting slip together. We've got a lot in today, and we're not quite done yet. It's Smiley Sports. This song hits just right at just the right time. I actually think I'm Marty McFly. I'm serious. I'm like, you know, looking forward to the enchantment under the sea dance and the whole thing. Hey, you, get your damn hands off her. Oh, Biff. Okay, final segment. Thanks for being with us. A lot of ways to get involved with this show. Still enough time to do that. Want to mention our friends at FanDuel. Okay. Um, FanDuel week five of the NFL season. Same game parlay, Jake. Why don't you tell the people in Radio Land and Streamland what a same game parlay is? Multiple in-game bets put together in one bet. So let's say I want the Rams uh, tonight uh, minus two and a half, and I like the over, and then say Stafford over total on his passing yards. Okay. So that's three bets now all put into one, and now a little bit of money can turn into what a lot of money. we add a DJ Metcalf anytime touchdown score in there? Then it's just going to increase Beef. those odds. You're getting all beefy then, right? Okay, well, for one, everybody, okay? Everybody who is a part of the DraftKings, I'm sorry, everybody who's a part of the FanDuel Sportsbook, um, they will get $10 back if they miss on one of these same-game parlays, okay? $10 back, risk-free, every single week of the NFL season. So, I mean, like, this is a chance to take a t- two $10 free bets um, at hitting a big same-game parlay. Um, I put one together last week. It was a $10 that paid off 800 I missed a couple legs of it, but I was right there in it. I mean, it was, like, close to hitting. It was close to hitting. Uh, fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. There's no feeling like hitting one of these same-game parlay bets. So lock in your bet today on Fandle Sportsbook and get up to $10 back if your bet does not win. 21 and older, present in Colorado. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Jake, what's left? Um, We got to put together a betting slip uh, for, for this Thursday night football game tonight. Uh, also, some some Major League Baseball action. Um, so, 
right now, I like the, you talked me into it. I don't know if I feel the Seahawks plus two and a half anymore. I think the Rams are just a lot better. That defense is vaunted. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This just changed during the course of the game, the show? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. It, it changed. I'm going to take the Rams on the road. I don't know how I feel feel about this uh, over-under total. It's at 53.5. I, I don't think I'm going to touch that one. But uh, I will take uh, Cooper Cup at an anytime touchdown. He's been tearing it up. For the for these Rams, he seems to be Staff, one of Stafford's favorite targets. Um, so I like the Rams minus two and a half. Cooper Cup, anytime touchdown. He does like Cooper Cup. They got a rapport. And I'm going to take the under on Stafford passing yards. It's at 305 and a half. I think he'll get near it. Um, well, actually, that's tough because the Seattle Seahawks defense is, is not that good. What about Matt Stafford over 275 yards passing or 250? I like the 250 number. Okay, well, it's minus 470, but now our parlay is getting a little beefy. I all So far, I have is the cover. The Rams minus 2.5. The Stafford plus 250 passing yards. I'm looking at a little bit of alt action here. Um, let's see here. I'm going to Russell Wilson passing yards. What do you think? Uh, two hundred plus. That that's no. There's no value there. Two hundred twenty-five um, is minus four hundred, bro. Two twenty-five is a given. I, I think Russell Wilson can that get is that in adds, sleep. Okay, so now our ten dollars pays out twenty with three legs. That two or should be sure fires. That's why we altered them and added them. So let's go to. I'm gonna look at, um, Chris Carson rushing yards. See, they can't rush the ball against that defense. What about Daryl Henderson rushing yards? Does he go over 50 yards? I think Henderson... Um, too, too risky against I think that one's a little risky just yeah, it's because... Not touch it then. Um, you know, there's multiple backs in that system. But, you know, Daryl Henderson is the lead back, so... Cooper Cup over 60 receiving yards? Oh, yeah. Easy. How about over 70? Mm, maybe. Over 60. Beefs it up. We got... Uh, I got four legs now. 10 pays 26. It's not huge money, but again, these are alternate spreads here so now if i add to this an anytime touchdown score who's that going to be in this game another anytime touchdown i i didn't add uh D, uh metcalf yet okay uh if if you're not going to choose metcalf who's your best outside of cooper cup i would probably go with dk metcalf i like where you're out with cooper cup say i have cooper there okay um my 10's paying out 60. It's plus 446 odds. Um, got the Rams to cover. Stafford, 250 passing yards. Russell Wilson, 225 passing yards. Cooper Cup, 60 yards. What has to happen, my two kind of keys to hitting that parlay will be the Cooper Cup scoring touchdown, obviously, and the Rams cover. But there, 25 pays. Um, you know, out 140. Not bad. That's a winner, son. Cheddar coming. I might... Tweak that a little bit and try to beef it up somehow. It's where I get myself in trouble, though, too. You're getting greedy. No, I'm not. I just want it all, everything. Like, and the tons of it. The most of it. How am I greedy when I want everything? Okay. Uh, what else before we get out of here? We got uh, a couple baseball games Let's tonight. The White Sox taking on the Astros. Uh, 
I like the White Sox here, plus one and a half. I think the Astros might win the game, but uh, anytime I'm getting the White Sox plus one and a half, I like it. Lynn is on the mound tonight, so I think they he'll he'll be able to limit the damage that the Astros' potent offense will you know, will bring. So I'll think uh, I like the the White Sox plus one and a half. Okay. Also, uh, uh, the Red Sox and the Rays. Um, Rays are good, bro. Rays handle their business tonight. Uh, I don't know if I like them minus one and a half. I'll take the minus one sixty two. Put them on the money line. The Astros are good too. I like the Astros on the money line too. Actually, I like a minus one and a half plus one forty six. Really? Yeah, I do. Astros are good. Watch. Mark my words, Jake. You just watch. Two o'clock start. I could see a daytime start for that. Watch the Astros. I could see a two. Oh yeah, seven four victory, something like that. They score runs. So you like the over? Let's smash the over. Seven and a half. Smash. Astros score too many runs. These teams know each other. It's not going to be this one here in game one. It's not going to be a pitcher's duel. It's going to be a slugfest. Who do you like in those series? I like the Rays and I like the Astros. No doubt about it. And in the uh, National League, um, I think the Braves have what it takes to pull off an upset against the Brewers. And (laughs) that's like JJ and I are adopted Dodgers fans this year, kind of. So Walker Bueller versus. Uh, I mean, Webb's been so good this season. We'll see. I got to take the Dodgers to win that series. <sighs> I just said that. <sighs> okay. Anything else? Um, I'm with you there. I, I like the Rays. I like the Astros. But I think the Brewers are going to handle their business against the Braves. I don't think uh, they'll uh, they'll contend in that series. I like the Brewers in that one. Really? I got the Dodgers going to the World Series as well. So Giants, it's been it's been real. You've had a fantastic season. But the the world freaking champions <laughs> are gonna go back to back and you're not gonna get in their way. You think? I think the Dodgers, after surviving this little one game plane that they never thought they would be in, now are propelled a little bit. I think now you're gonna see kind of the monster that they are. Okay. I got nothing left to say, except we're going to go record a Broncos Blitz podcast, one of the biggest Broncos podcasts in town, smashing it, mashing grapes. Um, We'll find that this afternoon. Jake and I are going to go record it like we'll we'll be rolling about 10 minutes here. Um, So subscribe to the Broncos Blitz podcast. Find it anywhere podcasts can be found and had do that for us we appreciate it for jake meyer gill and andrew are next we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night sheila good night good night thank you sheila bye terry bye sheila i'll never forget tonight bye terry all right Alan, whatever go inside bye sheila see you, see you terry bye sheila i don't know if you heard me bye terry bye sheila back snap back see my cut through the holes go